Welcome to Up Close and Empowered with host Sana Johns. Over the next hour, you'll hear from Sana and her guests on how you can become more empowered through life's most challenging situations. Sana's journey through her own transformation has inspired her to awaken you to your divine power. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Up Close and Empowered, where my intention is to awaken you to your true power, because we are more powerful than we realize. And that is a lot of what I'm going to be talking about today. I want to thank all of you for joining me and for your feedback. I appreciate it. For those that want to reach out to me, please go to sanalife.com. It's S-O-N-N-A-L-I-F-E.com or reach out on my Instagram handle, which is at sanalifecoach. So with that, we're going to get started today. And I have told most people, I've actually put it out there that I am going to be doing the show solo today. I mean, normally I have a guest every week and I have some great guests line up for the new year. So stay tuned for that. But I thought, you know, as we're moving into 2024, this is always a very reflective time for me, right between Christmas and New Year's. It's like, I don't know what it is, but I always feel this energy of, oh, wow, this past year. And then I look even before that of all the things that I've gone through, I've learned, you know, positive and not so positive. And, you know, I like to really self-reflect and recharge and recalibrate for the new year. Not necessarily goals, but you know, things that I want to do to refine myself. And so I am all about becoming a higher version of yourself. And you know, for most of you, you know, that can mean different things to different people and there's no right or wrong. It's just really refining ourselves and becoming a better version of ourselves in this world today. So I want to just take some of you back to my story. Now, some of you may have listened to my very first episode on Voice America, and I did tell a little bit more about my background and my story. And today I'm going to share a little bit, but you may want to go back to that first episode and listen to that. So just to kind of bring everyone up to speed. You know, I am a personal empowerment coach, transformational coach. I really lead with empowerment because to me, I have had to be such a warrior through this journey and empowerment just speaks to me. It really does. And when I, when I talk about empowerment, I mean empowerment from within. And this has been a really tough, arduous journey for me. And I'm sure for many of you, you have experienced similar things, similar emotions, similar pain, grief, all of that. And what I want to do today is, you know, talk about some of the things that helped me along the way, some of the realizations that I had in hopes that it will spark something in you. So to give you a little background, I thought that I was pretty good at self-love. Let's just say that. Like I have grown up with a pretty high self-esteem. I had a pretty good upbringing, honestly. I mean, we all have conditions when we're younger and we have some childhood stuff when we all have something and some of us have more than others. But, you know, overall, I had a pretty good upbringing. And, you know, as I got into my relationships and into my life, friendships, relationships, situations, I realized that some of the patterns that were happening uh, I just, I wasn't conscious of the patterns in, uh, until I started to get older and they started to really come to fruition. So it was, a, a you know, similar undertones throughout my life that kind of led me to the puzzle pieces coming together the last, let's say, four years. Now, I've been on this journey for about 12 and I've always been intrigued with personal growth and 
development and you know learning and growing really really into that but i really dove deep more into the spiritual journey about 12 years and then 4 years ago even deeper, where I did a complete 180 in my life. So I made a life-changing decision. I left a situation that was no longer serving me. It wasn't aligning with my soul. And rather than get into any details, because that's not what the show is going to be about, about you know my relationships or my work situations or my friendships. It's not about that. It's about the self-realizations that I came to and what I did to overcome it. Because listen, we are all human. And yes, we can be powerful and we can overcome things, but we have heart. And some of us are more sensitive than others. But I would say that most people still feel hurt and pain and sorrow when things don't work out well in their life, whether it's their family, because there's a lot of people that are still grieving with their family situations, with their friendships, and obviously in romantic relationships as well. So about four years ago, I decided that you know, what the situation I was in was not aligning with my soul. And I decided to step back and really dig deep. And this is during quarantine. So I went into a deep solitude and I'll make this really quick, but I went into a deep solitude and I really focused on, okay, what am I doing? Who am I? Where am I going? What am I supposed to do? And how do I really want to feel? Like, how do I really want to live my life? Like, I know how passionate I am and I know how much love that I have inside of me. And I wasn't really able to live like that at the time. I felt like I was limited. And so throughout my life, I have stayed small, I will say. You know, I had to stay small to just kind of go with the flow and not ruffle any feathers. And I'm sure some of you can agree. You know, some people pleasing, some just, you know, doing the classy thing and being quiet and, you know, being the good girl like we're always taught to be. But, you know, over time that can really catch up with you. And I think right now we're in the era of era of authenticity and becoming conscious of ourselves and who we really want to be and what we want to do for the world. So I went into the solitude and I'll talk about some of the things that I did in that time frame that really brought me to the realization of who I was. And listen, it's a journey. I'm still discovering things about myself. So the details of my event, my events, like I said, are not really important, but it's rather, rather the journey throughout my life and your life. It's the patterns that we see. And, you know, this not wanting to rock the boat and not speak up is just really going to stifle you and really limit you from your full potential and your full potential to love in this life. So, you know, way back when I had a completely different view on what healthy relationships were like today, it is completely different. Let me tell you, I have learned so much and I realized that I've gone through all the things that I've gone through because I was meant to help other people. And I'm just going to say, you can read all the books, you can get all the credentials, but until you've lived it, until you've gone through these types of situations, you know, the... You know, in some cases for people with my clients, you know, it's abuse, it's manipulation, it's, you know, um, false promises, things like that. Until you've gone through that, you, people don't really understand. So when you go through that, you're able to really help people when they're going through that. And these are some of the things that I learned moving forward on my journey. One thing that I want to say, first and foremost, like the biggest lesson that I learned through everything through my entire life is to listen to your intuition. Listen to what your body is telling you because it's telling you something for a reason. 
Now you will continue to get nudged. And I know we hear this all the time, but you will continue to get nudged until you finally get it. And sometimes it shows up in our bodies, you know, in our physical health, in our emotional health, our mental health. And that's why I am so big on really tuning in to yourself. And when you slow down and you tune into yourself, you're truly able to have clarity and make decisions that are best for you. But I ignored the signs. And this happened, you know, throughout my life. Uh, I ignored things. They were clear as day. And, you know, how many times have you known something to be true, those of you listening, that you knew without a doubt, and you know it right now, maybe, maybe you're in a situation right now, and you knew, you know that it's true, but you're just not ready. You're not ready to listen. You're not ready to go there. Why? Because it's uncomfortable. It's fear of the unknown. We don't want to be alone. We'd rather be in the comfort and stay, you know, or the discomfort to stay comfortable, but we're really not comfortable. So I ignored the signs. I didn't listen to the voice inside of me. And this is the biggest life, life lesson of all. I remember working with a coach when I was getting my um, accreditation for my coaching. And this was probably about oh, seven, eight years ago. And I remember her saying to me, you know, she could sense something. And she's like, you know, how do you really feel? Like, how are you really feeling right now? And I knew she was trying to plant the seed, but I wasn't really listening. And I knew what she was saying because I was probably not in a situation that where I should have been. And even though she didn't come out with it, like she was nudging me. So this, these are the kind of nudges. So we get nudges through people. We get nudges through, you know, things that happen in our lives energetically, um, you know, through, through all types of things. You just have to be really open to receive the signs. And when you are, that can lead you down the path of clarity and to fully being, you know, your true self, right? So I basically lost myself in the process. I gave my power away too many times throughout my life and I didn't feel good about it. It was, you know, soul crushing at times. There's no question about it. But like I said earlier, I am a warrior and I am determined and I was not going to let anything take my power away once and for all. Now, it took me a long time to get here. I'm just telling everybody, it took me a long time. And that's what I do what I do because I want to help to just plant the seed for other people and, you know, raise awareness and shorten the curve, hopefully, because, you know, life is short and it's so precious. So when you see these signs, just listen to them and know that you're worthy. And we're going to talk about worthiness in a minute. So I lost myself. And what I did is during this quarantine timeframe, this is one of the key things that really got me on my journey. I started working with a spiritual teacher, teachers, and I am also very open to healing modalities. I'm a big advocate of Reiki. Um, there are many more. So if anybody wants to reach out, you can also, uh, you can email me. Uh, so I worked with people that were supporting me and holding space and encouraging me and giving me the tools because I was in a really, a really low place and I really didn't know how to get out of it. And so what I did is I started doing meditational practices every day. And it was, you know, I'm talking five days a week. Now this was during COVID. So obviously we had nowhere to go. And I was in this dark house all by myself. And, uh, and I was repeatedly and consistently doing meditations every day. Now these were world meditations to bless the world, because I do believe that when we, when we bless others, when we bless the world and we give out our love that it blesses us in return. And so that was part of the whole meditational thing, but it was also to get really silent and still within myself 
and really discover, you know, what had led me down my path? You know, what was I not listening to? How could I learn to choose differently in the future? And it's not until we become really still within ourselves that we can really learn about ourselves. And I mean, learn like what we like, what brings us joy, what makes us passionate, what, you know, what fulfills us. That's what we're meant to do. And then we're also meant to, to empower others from discovering this. But if we don't get still because we're always on the go, it we lose a lot of these things in our life. They just like fly by. And then before you know it, you're older and like, oh my God, why didn't I do this? So I really suggest, you know, one of the things that happened or that helped me was to be consistent and take time for yourself every day if you can. And I realize that it's hard when people are working, but you know, I've worked with clients that they do this 10 minutes, 15 minutes a morning, and it is life-changing. So it's just getting quiet. You could be guided, it could be non-guided. You know, I recommend just finding something that works for you, that resonates with you. Now, at the time I was very much into pranic healing, which I still am into, and I'm also very much into the Buddhist uh, uh, traditions and the the um, the values. And I really studied that for a long time. I studied the soul and very intrigued with the soul. And, you know, that consumed me and really brought me to myself. Now, I'm not saying that you have to do that, but find something that resonates with you and create a little sanctuary in your house and, you know, make it your place, right? A couple candles or, you know, whatever, and take that time every day by yourself. And if you can't do it in the morning, you know, do it sometime during the day. But what this does is it tells yourself, your subconscious, that you are worthy, and you want to connect with yourself and you're also connecting with a higher power. Now, with what whoever resonates with higher power, God, source, universe, it doesn't matter. We just need something to connect with, right? Whether it's an energy, um, you know, when you're in this meditation, because there is a certain amount of peace and bliss that can occur when you do make this connection. And this doesn't happen overnight. I mean, it happens over time. It's, you know, building our uh, our meditational practices also increases our intuition and it's like a muscle. So we have to like do it all the time. And for those that can't do it that often, that's fine. Just find time for yourself every day. I also recommend, you know, getting out in nature. You can do walking meditations. I have clients that do walking meditation all the time. They just go out in nature. I mean, that's a form of meditation. So it's when you're getting all of the noise out of your life, all of the distractions, all the technology and focusing on you and also breathing, like taking some deep breaths and really breathing into your body and feeling what is going on. So this is what I mean when I talk about connecting to yourself. Now, I knew nothing about connecting to myself prior to four years ago. I had thought I was on the path, but you know, all of these things that happen in our life lead us to new things to learn. And this has really been life-changing. I will honestly say it has been life-changing. I could not have done it with this, without this daily practice. I could not have done it with the support, people holding space for me and the encouragement and the support. So I'm really big on support systems. So moving into 2024, I would like you to consider some type of practice that you can do and 
make it part of your life and make it your me time. And you can add it with, you know, getting out in nature, you know, planning a trip, whatever it may be. But there are also some other things that I want to talk about today. So that's more like the spiritual side, uh, because that is really the crux. It is just getting still, getting by yourself, losing the distractions, and really connecting and getting clear on what you want and what fills you up. So we're going to take a break in just a minute here, but right behind the break, we are going to talk about the power in self-love. You know, why is it so important and why is it the foundation of everything? You know, I thought I, I, thought I had the self-love, but you know what? I didn't know it all. I kept learning because as we go, new layers are discovered and there's new layers to heal. That is part of our journey, our soul's evolution. But, you know, there's a way to look at it. You know, some people can look at it like, oh my God, this is a lot of work and, you know, it's painful and it's uncomfortable. But I have to tell you, I get excited about it. Like, I love it. And I could never turn back because once you're on the path of really doing what's right for you, um, it's really hard to turn back. And you will be amazed at the miracles that find you when you make a commitment to yourself to prioritize yourself, love yourself, and connect with Source. So with that, we're going to take a short break, and I will be back right after that. Follow Voice America at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. Are you ready to awaken your true power? Become more confident and self-assured to take on life's challenges? As an empowerment coach, Sana offers an eight-week transformational program for those who are ready to step into their authenticity, stop people-pleasing, and live a life of more love, vibrancy, and inner peace. Discover your inner power, learn to love yourself, and experience more connection and fulfillment to thrive in all areas of your life. Book a complimentary call at www.saunalife.com to find out how. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. If you're in leadership or a business owner, it's important to show your team that you care by providing healthy ways to help them stay happy, motivated, and to avoid burnout because their well-being directly impacts their productivity and ultimately profitability. Book Sana to speak or do a powerful interactive workshop to help your team shift from stress, chaos, and disconnection to handling the day's challenges with more ease, clarity, and direction. Her strengths are navigating through difficult situations and creating a positive environment so everyone can thrive. Find out more at SanaLife.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com.
Welcome back to Up Close and Empowered with Sana Johns. Have a question for Sana or a guest? Join us on the show at 888-346-9141. That's 888-346-9141. Now back to the show. Everyone, welcome back to the show. So I want to put out there, if someone would like to call in, I'd love to make this a little interactive. It would make it a little more interesting. So if someone has a question and they would like to call in, the number is 888-346-9141. That number again is 888-346-9141. So we'll give you a few minutes to call in. I do want to dive back into where I was, and that is the power in self-love and why is it so important. So Self-love is really the, the foundation of everything, okay? Because we are going to face adversity. We are going to face challenges. Most of us have gone through some kind of trauma. And until we discover our self-love and cultivate that self-love and that inner strength, it's going to be really tough to deal with some of the things that gets thrown at us in life. So, what is self-love? It's putting your emotional, your mental, your physical well-being first, you know, taking care of yourself. And I want to elaborate on this a little bit because it's not only about, you know, life balance and being happy and all this. It's it's really about tuning in and honoring yourself, okay? Honoring yourself to, to set boundaries, to set limitations, to really tune in to what your body is telling you. If you have to go to an event and you don't really know if you want to go, you know, does that feel like heavy to you? Does it feel light? Do you feel it in your body? You know, start to listen and don't be afraid to set a boundary. If somebody is wanting you to do something, because I get this all the time, you know, people feel obligated to be at certain places or go to events or go out with somebody. And all you have to say is, you know, I would love to be there, but I am just not in the place where I think I could really give you my quality time. So, or my energy, you know, if, if we could reschedule, I'd much rather be more present. I mean, something as simple as that. And, but there are so many people that just fall into the people pleasing and they feel obligated and they have to be somewhere or they have to go somewhere. But a lot of times when you end up going, you realize, why? Why did I why did I accept this? Why am I here? So the more we honor what we want and what feels right, the more we love ourselves. Because boundaries to me is self-love. It's one of the biggest things in self-love. Because when we start to protect our energy and our well-being and our peace, that means that we love ourselves. So that tells you, that tells your subconscious that you care about yourself and you feel empowered. You feel empowered when you set a boundary. Now, boundaries are, you know, there's all types of boundaries. There's boundaries at work. There's boundaries in relationships. There's boundaries within yourself. Like, you know, a boundary could be setting time every day to, you know, do yoga or do a meditation or, you know, whatever it may be. So boundaries are super important in self-love. And when you, when you set boundaries and when you love yourself, you are more motivated to make healthy choices. We get on a better path of doing things that are healthy for us. We have more respect for ourselves and then other people respect us too. I mean, how many of you had somebody that sets boundary and you're like, wow, 
I really, oh, that's pretty cool. Like to me, that's really attractive. When people set boundaries, like if it's a guy, I'm like, whoa, that's pretty cool, you know? So even when women set boundaries and in the workplace, I'm like, wow, you know, she really has it together. So when we set boundaries, it doesn't mean that we're being, you know, selfish or we're being, you know, rude or anything like that. We are just making something clear so that there's no confusion or misinterpretation. So we have to respect people that have boundaries and we can be kind, loving, and firm at that time that we're setting the boundary. We can't judge ourselves. We have to step out of self-judgment and accept ourselves, you know, love ourselves for who we are, our strengths, our weaknesses, and focus on what we love about ourselves. And, you know, this goes with some of the best practices that I'll talk to talk about in a minute. Great. So let's take that call before I move on to the next section here. Hi, Ron. Welcome to the show. Hi. How are you? I'm good. I'm I'm really well. How are you? Excellent. I've been listening to your program today. Great. How do you like it so far? I really love it. I love it. It's great. Oh, good. Well, it's a lot to squeeze in in one hour, so I'm doing my best. Mm. <laughs> my life journey job. and all my lessons in one hour is really tough. <laughs> So what's your question for today? Well, um, actually, I just could really relate to what you were saying and, um, you know, maybe areas where I can improve. But uh, one thing that came up with both the self-care was um, I was out shopping today um, and I come across this wallet and it was the lady said it was $58. And I said, oh, that's too expensive. That's out of my price range. But then I caught myself because... um, you know, the self-care, like I deserve that wallet, right? Because I need one. And what's wrong with buying something high quality for myself? So I bought it and I was really, I was really happy for that. But I guess basically my question would be, you know, where, like you were talking about being quiet and finding that time, you know, to really get to know yourself and to love yourself. And I want to start making more decisions, like positive decisions like that. And I just basically wonder how can I do that? How you can do that is just with consistent practice and, you know, prayer, meditation and intention. So intention is everything. And if your intention is to get clarity, then you will get clarity because intention is very powerful. It's more powerful than doing anything right or wrong. Because people say to me, well, I don't know how to meditate and I think I'm doing it wrong. Well, it doesn't matter if you're, I mean, it does matter. Like you want to be able to be able to meditate and get the full benefits, but your intention will get you there. So if you do it consistently, you are going to get clarity and you're going to get results. And what I mean by that is when we are doing the work and we make that commitment to ourselves, the universe has our back. I mean, have you noticed things since you've started on your, your, uh, transformation? Have you noticed things happening out of nowhere? Like, you know, synchronicities and miracles? Yeah. Yeah, like my whole life's changing for sure. I'm an artist, so my art career is really taking off. I'm getting lots of opportunities I'd never get before. And um, like even just seeing this wallet today is a really good example. Like just more self-care and more reflection. And like you were talking earlier on your program there about, you know, setting up a sanctuary um in your in your home and so i've been doing that with little pieces every now and then and i put it i add it to my little sanctuary and that is my little spot where i meditate and um meditation for me also includes some artwork because i find it very peace, peaceful and quiet when i do that 
I'm glad you brought that up because meditation can be something that you're creating. It could be art. It could be making something, creating something. Everybody has their own way that helps them to be at peace and feel fulfilled. And with some people, it's art. So I think that's great because, you know, some people, you know, they may not want to do the meditation. I mean, to me, it's it's completely life-changing. And it also regulates our nervous system. It calms us. And for those of us that have, uh, you know, suffered from any type of PTSD or trauma, uh, it is a great way to calm the body. So, uh, yeah, but I think that, you know, you sound like you're on the right track. And again, the intention and just doing doing things for yourself every day. And, you know, the mm-hmm. fact that you wanted the wallet and you're like, wait a minute, I deserve that. Yes, we have to do that for ourselves mm-hmm. once in a while. We have to kind of, you know, step out of that zone of what we were told when we were younger. Oh, you know, you're not worthy of that or whatever the, mm-hmm. you know, the case may be. And step into, you know what, I'm going to do that. I'm going to I'm gonna treat myself today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. It felt really empowering, like just to watch my words because after it came out of my, my mouth, I was like, well, actually, I could afford that. <laughs> I need a new wallet. I deserve that, you know? And it did feel really good to, to really self-care. And, and being a male, too, like I heard a lot of people, women, say about having salt baths. And everyone said, like, you should really try this. I've actually done that for myself, and it feels really, really good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so whatever works. I mean, salt baths are awesome and a little lavender in it. And again, this could be your other sanctuary. I mean, I mm-hmm. I'm very much into these practices that allow me to be still. So, you know, that could be, you know, having a place in your house in your living room. It could be taking a bath, it could be the candles, it could be tea, you know, uh music, whatever you whatever helps you to really calm. And it's just, you know, even a little bit each day is is just so important. I, I cannot stress mm-hmm. enough how important it okay. is to care for ourselves. So does that answer your question? Yeah, 100%. Like, just be consistent. Keep doing what I'm doing. I'm on the right track. So I really appreciate it. And thanks for letting me call in. Thank you so much. Okay. Have a great day. You too. You too. All right. All right, great. Well, I would love another caller to call in. So you guys are welcome to call, but I'm going to keep uh, keep going here. So let's talk about uh, some of the things that helped me as far as self-mastery. So one of the biggest things I had to overcome was negativity. I had to... Uh, deal throughout my life with, with people that were not very kind. And we're not very kind. Let's just, let's just keep it at that. <laughs> let's just keep it at that. And so I had to really find a way to overcome it. And one of the first things I learned when I got really serious about four years ago, one of my spiritual teachers said to me, you need to become a sovereign being. And I'm like, okay, but what does that mean? Because, you know, I was not really that deep into my, into this, you know? And I said, what does that mean? And she said, it means that you become so sovereign that you stay neutral, like nothing excite, you know, nothing upsets you or ruffles your feather or, you know, you you don't get engaged in things that will throw you off, like becoming really sovereign. And I thought about that. And I will tell you, it's not something you learn overnight, but I will tell you, it is the key to empowerment. And it has been life changing for me because when we are in that self-mastery, that self-awareness mode of not allowing things to ruffle our feathers, okay? You're basically emotionally regulating, basically. But 
it also, you also feel grounded. You feel really grounded. And I've noticed over time now meditation helps us too. So this all helps, you know, the meditation trains your body and that helps you to become more self-aware in your everyday day to day. It's more conscious, not autopilot, which we'll talk about in a minute. But when we become more in tune like that, we're able to step into that self-awareness, pause, and just think for a minute before we respond. Now, this can happen with somebody at the store. This can ha happen with somebody that's road rage on the, you know, on the highway, which I get all the time. And it's just like, whoa, I am not going to like, you know, give anybody my power, right? And, or it could be someone that, you know, kind of gets under your skin. You know, it's a friend or somebody that, you know, says something to you that really tries to, you know, kind of upset you in some way. And I've just learned to step back and like, whoa, you know, and if someone's really nasty, I'll be, I'll think to myself, well, you know what? They must really have some issues. Like they must really be going through something to be projecting like that. So that's where we have to find the self, the, the compassion for others is, you know, I know it's hard because when we deal with difficult people, I know it's hard, but if we can just realize that it's on them and it's not us and that they must be going through something or that they're insecure or they have something going on in their life that they're working on, that we can just kind of, uh, you know, put like a plexiglass, you know, if you will, and just not allow it to, you know, to take, take on a personal level. So that's what I've learned to do. That's what I had to learn to do because I was in such fight or flight mode for so long that I literally had to be self-aware and conscious all day long, every day. And I am still like that, but I am happy to report that I have, I mean, I'm not going to say I've mastered it because, you know, I'm very humble, but I'm going to say I am a lot better off than I used to be. And I will tell you, this is the most empowering thing you'll do is just to pause and think before you speak and really think, you know, does it really, is it really going to make a difference if I engage with this person? Is it really going to make a difference if I allow them to set them, set me off? Is it going to get me closer to where I want to be? So all of this stuff is about building character and building grit. Okay. So when, you know, I talk about resilience and, you know, I, I have a lot of people on my show that have been very resilient and that's why I wanted to do this show because I wanted a platform for people that could, you know, tell their story because I just, I have such admiration for people that have chosen to be resilient. And that means, you know, you get knocked down and boom, you are back up. You get off the track and you are right back on the track. So you're not going to allow, you're not going to allow anything to hold you back. You know, it's all about having that grit, all about having a strong will, like the strong will within you to, to build that inner strength and to persevere. And this becomes part of your DNA. And it doesn't mean you have to have this strong masculine energy. It is about an empowerment energy and it could be feminine or masculine. You know, it doesn't matter. You know, you apply it to how it works in your life. So... I want you all to know that as we go through these situations and we get this noise and this chaos and this confusion, that these are all signs. These are all things that are leading us back to ourselves, to home, to our heart, every single one of them. It's all to make us, you know, love ourselves more, love others, because I truly believe that when we are in a good place with ourselves, that we impact the world. At 100%. I mean, if, if everybody just did some self-work, some inner work, imagine how much brighter this world could be. 
So, and that, that leads me with the inner work, the inner child work. I am a big advocate of doing some inner child work. I didn't actually do it until later in my life. And it was the best thing that I could have done because it really helps you to understand why you made the choices that you did in your relationships, why you tolerated certain things. And, uh, and, and you're not as shameful. Like you don't feel any shame because you understand that was, it was something that you were conditioned with. You didn't have any control over it. It's not the truth of who you are. So when you realize this and you go through some of this inner child work, it is uh, invigorating, it is liberating, and it is true soul independence, in my opinion. Now, do you need to stay in it forever? No, you can, you can visit it. And then you just move on to the present. And that's what we're going to talk about in a few minutes. We're, a few minutes, we're going to talk about, you know, being on autopilot, being conscious, and when these situations come up, you know, how can we make more conscious choices rather than autopilot, rather than be triggered. We're going to talk about triggers. We're going to talk about how to handle stress. And then I want to end with, you know, moving into 2024, some of the lessons that I've learned, some wisdom that I'd like to share with you, and also some best practices that you can take into the new year. So we are going to be back right after this short break. Voice America is on LinkedIn. Connect with us today. If you're in leadership or a business owner, it's important to show your team that you care by providing healthy ways to help them stay happy, motivated, and to avoid burnout because their well-being directly impacts their productivity and ultimately profitability. Book Sana to speak or do a powerful interactive workshop to help your team shift from stress, chaos, and disconnection to handling the day's challenges with more ease, clarity, and direction. Her strengths are navigating through difficult situations and creating a positive environment so everyone can thrive. Find out more at SanaLife.com. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Are you ready to awaken your true power? Become more confident and self-assured to take on life's challenges? As an empowerment coach, Sana offers an eight-week transformational program for those who are ready to step into their authenticity, stop people-pleasing, and live a life of more love, vibrancy, and inner peace. Discover your inner power, learn to love yourself, and experience more connection and fulfillment to thrive in all areas of your life. Book a complimentary call at www.saunalife.com to find out how. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Welcome back to Up Close and Empowered with Sana Johns. Have a question for Sana or her guests? Join us on the show at 888-346-9141. That's 888-346-9141. Now back to the show. 
Hi, welcome back to the show. We're talking about moving forward in 2024 and accelerating your inner power. So let's talk about inner power for a minute. You know, all of the things that I've been discussing today in this episode contribute to your inner power. And when I say inner power, it's cultivating that inner strength, that empowerment within you that allows you to overcome the obstacles that come your way, the negativity from people, situations, uh, adversity in life, the challenges that we, you know, you know, that we have that happen to us every day. Uh, all of this helps us to respond better because you know we can't control a lot of things, as we all know. The only thing that we can control is ourselves and how we respond. And if we continue to work on ourselves and how we respond, then life is going to be a lot easier. You know, life is not always easy. And I tell my kids that it's not going to be easy. It's about how you respond. And it's all about your perspective. I'm really big on, you know, reframes and the perspective on things because it's really all in how you look at it. We can look at it in a negative way, but it's so easy to flip it. It's so easy to flip and reframe. And I find that once you start to reframe and you get in the habit of doing that, it becomes a way of thinking. Like you are literally changing the neurons in your brain on how you respond to things. And your vibration is higher. Your frequency is higher. Your consciousness is higher. So, you know, again, these are the things that make up self-mastery when I talk about them. And it may sound like a lot to some of you, but honestly, you know, just being self-aware every day will get you these results, will get you to feeling really solid in yourself. And you don't have to do it overnight. Like Rome was not built in a day. I always say that Rome was not built in a day. And we have a choice every morning to start our day in a positive way, to set an intention, to be grateful. Every day we have a choice. We can either look at the negative side of things or we can look at the positive side of things. And it is a choice. It's all about choice. So let's talk about moving into the new year. And I want to get you guys started on some thought starters. So what are some, I want you to just think about this. What are some of the biggest challenges you're facing in your relationships? Are you listening to your body? What is it telling you? Let's think about that. Is there a specific area that you are continually challenged with? And if so, know it, recognize it, and think about how you want to work through that in this upcoming year. How can you refine some of the skills, some of these tips that you are learning? Do you have a tough time saying no? We only want to say no when we really don't want to do something and our body's telling us no. We say yes when we want to say yes. So do not feel that you have to be obligated because the more we do that, the more resentment we build within our bodies and the more we betray ourselves. So we do not want to step into self-betrayal. No more. No, 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 no. 24, 2024, I know some of you that are listening are on this path and I know that you're working towards you know, getting out of the self-betrayal. And just so you know, this is the year. This is the year that we're going to step out of self-betrayal and we're going to start really honoring ourselves, loving ourselves and loving others. Okay. Because when we love ourselves, we are going to love others. We are going to love everything because that's what it's about. Okay. Um, okay. So what, what personal growth topic do you want to focus on? Think about that. What is most important to you? How do you really want to live your life? You know, what's most important to you? What fulfills you? What, um, what is the saying I like to say? 
Oh, do what lights you up. I love that. Do what lights you up. <laughs> so have a go-to. All right. Oh, I see that we have a caller. So great. We have Kari from Missouri. Kari, welcome to the show. Thank you, son. I listen to your show all the time, and I've learned some great tips. Oh, good. Thanks. Thanks for joining. I do have a question for you. I've been setting some great boundaries lately, uh, but what do you do for the people who don't honor your boundaries? Mm, this is a good one. This is a good one. So there's a lot of variables here. It depends on, you know, what type of situation you're in and what type of uh, personality that you are actually dealing with. But the best thing that you can do is if someone isn't honoring your boundaries, you have a choice to step away, you know, step. If you're in a house, you, you know, you leave the house. If you're in a situation that you can actually leave, you can do that. Because if somebody just keeps pressing and isn't honoring you, that's something that you don't want to tolerate. You're not a punching bag, right? So we need to make a decision to leave the situation. And sometimes I'll share a quick story with you that when I was going through a really tough time this last four years, I would have to make up a story to to leave a situation sometime. Like if I ran into somebody that I didn't want to see that was a, you know, a trigger from what I had been going through, because again, I'm protecting my peace and my, my nervous system, I would have like a uh -huh. canned response and it's, it's a great tool to have. So have something that if you are in a situation where somebody's being negative or they're being hurtful or they're not honoring you, what can you say to have in your back pocket that you can say, and then, you know, dismiss yourself. Perfect. Can you give me some examples? Well, I mean, you know, you have to kind of come up with something that works for you. I mean, you could just, you know, sometimes people pry and they'll ask too many questions and, and I'll say, you know what, that's really kind of a private situation if you don't mind. And, you know, oh, as a matter of fact, I have mm -hmm. to make a call right now. I'll be right back or, you know, something like that. And I know, oh. you know, some of you, yeah, I mean, just, you know, anything to protect your peace. Cause when we're going through a really difficult time, we have to honor our peace first and foremost, even if we have to say, Hey, we have to go. So come up with a couple things that you can can use and, or you can also say if someone isn't honoring your boundaries, you know, when you're ready to talk this out and you're ready to communicate about this, I would love to, but you know what, for now, I'm going to have to like leave the room. Okay, great. Great. Does that help? I'm going to start writing some things down and keep practicing them. So when I'm caught off guard, I can be more quick on my feet. So yeah, that helps a lot. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. Thanks for calling in. It, it does take it does take time to learn to set boundaries. I always tell people you have to take baby steps and you know just work on it every day. And when you do, you will feel so much better about yourself. Okay. Thank you very much for the call. All right. So I want to talk about a few things that I have learned, and maybe some of you have learned this as well. So I have learned that life is very precious and I have learned that we have to surround ourselves with people that are positive, encouraging, that support you and respect your decisions. That's a big one. And I know that I had to deal with this and I had to lose some people from my circle because they didn't respect my decisions and, uh, that was very hard for me. It was very, very hard for me. So 
when people are going through their transformational process or healing process or their spiritual journey and whatever they're working on, uh, you want people to support you and respect your decisions and hold space for you, really. I mean, be there for you. So I think that's a real big one. I think that, you know, people that are reliable and dependable and don't have an agenda is huge. That's huge. Um, that's one of the biggest lessons that I have learned is I... I just love when people don't have an agenda. I love people that are just super genuine and they're just real because they're real. And that is one of the biggest things that I've had to really overcome because a lot of times people have had agendas throughout my life and I wasn't really awake enough to see it. I wasn't conscious enough to see it. But again, as I talk about self-love today and connecting to self, when we really get to know ourselves and what we tolerate and what we won't, we set our boundaries, we protect our peace, we honor ourselves. This is when we really where we really flourish. This is where we are unlimited in our relationships, in our careers, everything. And by the way, everything I'm talking about today will help you in your professional life. So these aren't just personal skills. They're human skills. So they can be used on a professional basis or a personal basis. But the main point of this show today was to really connect to yourself and self-love and move into the new year, avoiding some of the things that are more toxic or unhealthy. So, you know, stay out of the negativity, remove yourself. If people start really getting negative and gossipy, you know, energy is contagious and you don't really need to take on that energy. So, you know, be really kind and just like, hey, you know what? Just find a way to remove yourself or change the say, change the subject. That's what I do. So you want to stay away from anything that's negativity and detach from any negative situations and you know decide what is holding you back. What has been holding you back so far? Like, do you feel fulfilled right now? And if you don't, what is missing? And everybody's fulfillment is different. You know, some people might want a huge life with all kinds of stuff, but people are changing how the way they feel now. You know, they're more uh, into a soulful life, a more loving, heart-centered life. So think about what is most important to you. And I think another thing that I didn't talk about, which is really important, is, you know, a lot of us are on autopilot and not so conscious. And when we're on autopilot, Again, we're doing things without thinking. And that way, when we're in that mode, we're not really always making healthy choices or decisions. So we need to start making conscious choices. And when we do that, everything starts to flow. And I am a big advocate on a morning routine. I think it's really important to get up, not check your phone, you know, maybe do a short meditation or, you know, just chill for a little bit. Don't look at your phone right away, you know get rid of the technology in the morning and just really sit with yourself because that's when the answers come to you. That's when your inner voice speaks to you. And that's where you get the clarity of where you need to, to go, to do what you need to do that day, what is in store for you or what is important for you to know. Like I always ask, like, what is important for me to know today? What is most important? And we may not get that answer right then and there, but you're probably going to get it at some point during the day in some kind of a sign or some kind of a message. So I'm really big on messages. Have the daily practice and routine, like I said, set the boundaries and treat yourself. Start treating yourself and not get caught up in the guilt of doing something for yourself. 
you know, make sure that you treat yourself. What nourishes your soul? Think about what really nourishes your soul. So I love music and I made a pact and I told my best girlfriend, I'm like, I am going to start seeing more music. I'm going to go to more local music, you know, see more local music. I just love music. It totally fills my soul. It takes me to a complete, completely different land. I can't even explain it. So find what does that for you, whether it's nature, whether it's music, it could be cooking, it could be art, uh, you know, it could be yoga, whatever it is, find that go-to that really keeps you solid, keeps you grounded and keeps you empowered in your life. Practice gratitude. Gratitude is huge. And the more gratitude that we have, the more miracles come to us. And, you know, I can't even tell you all the the proof that I have on this, but it is, uh, let me just tell you, like when you are grateful for your growth and your journey and your healing and for all of the adversity that has come your way, uh, miracles will happen. I, I promise you it's all in divine timing. Everything will work out for you the way it's supposed to. I mean, I never thought that things would come full circle today as they are. I mean, I have, completely gone full circle from four years ago. My, my life did a complete 180. I completely reinvented my life. And I've had people that I, that kind of faded away from my circle that have kind of come back into my circle. It's kind of beautiful. So I'm just so grateful for the people that are in my life and that have, you know, surrounded me with their, their love and their encouragement. And I encourage all of you guys to do the same thing. So Appreciate spending time by yourself. Be selective with your relationships. Um, you know, you are worthy. And, you know, also you have to take some responsibility. You know, do a self-check on everything. You know, how do you feel? How does it feel to be with this person? Always do a self-check. What triggered me? When you know what triggered you, when you can read into that, then you can find out what you need to work on. Sometimes when we're triggered, it's something within us that we just haven't figured out. And again, that is part of the growth journey. So as most of you know, you could go on forever with all of this, but I love it. And uh, I just want to thank all of you. I tried to get some helpful info information in this session. I hope that it's helped you. I would love your feedback. And if you, excuse me, if you have any questions at all, you know, please feel free to reach out. It's just very important that I share this information. And I just want to close by saying, you know, one of the most beautiful things that we can do in this life and on our journey is to be of service to others. And this could be, you know, helping them in some way, people that can't help you back where there's no reciprocal, you know, energy. It's just doing it for for the good, right? Not expecting anything in return, you know, helping people that really need your help or just being around people that have lost a loved one or just really be of service because this will open up to more miracles for you. So thank you so much for listening today and listening to my story. And I'm wishing you an amazing 2024. Thank you so much. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of Up Close and Empowered with Sana Johns. We hope that after listening today, it's inspired you to discover and cultivate your true inner power and consciously create your life. Tune in next week for another impactful episode.